how to start a business. It's so daunting to think about starting anything. Well, we get paid based upon the value that we bring to the marketplace. We get paid for our gifts, our skills, our talents that we've developed, and also growing our reserve of knowledge. And so every single company that exists, it exists for basically two purposes, to either provide a useful product or to provide a useful service. And sometimes you have products and services. Like I, I have products, books, physical things, got mugs. And obviously the service is one-on-one phone coaching. So there's, there's that. So you have to figure out, and if you're going to start a business, it's because most businesses fail within five years. Typically, they're undercapitalized, and the reality is starting a business from scratch always, because I've been a lifelong serial entrepreneur, always takes way longer than you expect. So if you think you're going to be successful in two years, three years, it's probably going to be eight to ten years. If you think it's going to take 50 grand to, to make it really get going great, you might be spending 150, $200,000 and all said and done before it becomes profitable. So the important thing is is that being an entrepreneur is hard. It, it, it looks easy. Like when I was in real estate, I had a lot of people that worked for me that went off on their own, and we would get together years later, and they, they always would tell me, it's like, man, you always made it look so easy. This is way harder than I ever expected. And so when you have those moments of doubt, when things are difficult, when you're 50 grand in the hole, and you've been doing it for three or four years, and you still are like, Man, it looks like it's just not going to take off. When you really love the product or the service or the products and services that you're providing, your passion and your fire for what you're doing and the value that you're providing is what is going to propel you to keep going forward when your family's going, oh, that's a stupid idea. I told you that would never work. You shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have spent all your money. You shouldn't take money out of your retirement. You shouldn't have borrowed money to do that. You shouldn't be also taking advice from people that had a business and failed or have never had a business. And the quickest way to be successful, and I learned this from Tony Robbins many years ago, and I assume he learned that from this from Jim Rohn, because Jim Rohn was Tony Robbins' mentor, is that you can model the success of other people. So in your industry, whatever it is you're going to go into, find who the top five companies are that are already doing what you want to do and doing it really well, really successfully, and either ideally go work for them and build your business on the side or at the very least sit down with the owners of the company and pick their brain. Ask, ask them questions of, of what they do, how they did it, how they get started. Ask them their best business advice because ideally if you go work for somebody else, like when I, I got into real estate flipping foreclosure properties, I was just initially started out looking for properties because I knew how to do construction. And I found a company that specialized in foreclosure fixer-upper properties when I was in Orlando. And so they had deals ready to go. They had the numbers were good on them and the potential profit was good. Their, you know, rehab amounts were, you know, fairly close to what they needed to be. And I had all this, you know, background. I put in place over $100 million worth of construction work at that point. And so I could do this stuff in my sleep, especially a single family home versus working working on a um 160 almost 170 million dollar job back at the time 
working with all the materials, understanding all the trades. And so I had the experience to renovate, but I didn't know how to sell the properties. I didn't know anything about hardly anything about financing or finding a buyer and marketing that. And this company that we, I bought my houses from had like a, a whole business to teach that. And so I worked on my own for about six months. And then I realized that, you know, when you're selling real estate, you only get paid when you have a closing. And so, but every month you're paying a mortgage payment, you're paying utilities, you're paying for the lawn service, plus you're paying out of pocket to fix it up. You got closing costs to buy it. You got closing costs to sell it. And so there's a, it's just nothing but an expense until you sell it. And obviously when you sell it, you get Hopefully, if you did your numbers right, you get all your money back plus your construction costs and your profit in it. And after about six months of that, just because some houses, like my first house sold within like two weeks of being in the market. And it closed like 30 days later. So from the time it hit the market till I actually got my check was six weeks. Now, there were other properties that took four months or six months or eight months to sell because they were just, for whatever reason difficult neighborhood or just the house was a little weird looking or the floor plan might have been a little off or whatever or the area it's just they didn't sell and so what I realized was that I needed cash flow to pay my bills and so I ended up talking my way into getting a job at this company because they were all um, enamored and surprised at how well the house the two houses that I started out with looked and I, I remember the guy that was running the company came out and looked. He's like, this is the nicest renovation job I've ever seen anybody do. Not only the properties that we had done, but any of our other real estate dealers that bought properties. And that impressed them. Plus, my resume impressed them. The, the fact that I had came from one of the l- largest construction groups in the world. And so, and they liked me because I was in there all the time because I was always looking for new deals. And I think at that time, I probably had, I was on my fourth or fifth house that I had bought from them. And I was like, well, how do you find better deals? And he's like, well, the only way, way to do that is an acquisition. You become an acquisition agent for us. I was like, great. When can I start? He's like, well, you got to interview with the owner. And so I went through that process and I worked for them for about a year and a half. And then that's where I met one of my other business partners and the other guy um, that was also a business partner. I met him through a mutual friend. Actually, my <laughs> the guy who was the best man at my wedding was friends with this guy and introduced us. And so we both got jobs at this company at the same time. And after about a year and a half, they were looking to franchise and grow, and they wanted to basically cut our pay by a third. They wanted to pay us 30% of what we had been making. And uh, and I was that's when I went to my two partners. I was like, let's go do this on our own. And so we did. And we made $60,000 profit our very first month in business. But, you know, the point being is that if you don't know how to do whatever it is that you're going to do, whether it's the product or service or both, find somebody that's already killing it and doing great at it. And then learn from them or model their business success, whether it's their pricing or the type of products they sell, the type of um, services that they offer, how the company is set up, how it's run how it's financed, all you got to learn all of these things because when you do that, when you model the success of other people, you learn what makes the business work and what makes it profitable. And then when you go into business for yourself, you can be profitable from the first month out. So it really depends on what you do. If you don't love your product or service, 
then when things get hard, when you got a lot of money in it and it's still not looking good and all your family and friends are going, ah, I told you that was a stupid idea, it's going to be really hard to keep moving forward and invest in your hard-earned money if you know, you're two, three years down the road and you got tens of thousands of dollars in it and countless thousands of hours at that point and you're still, it's, you know, looks like it's going to take another 10 years for it to really take off. And so that's why it's super important that because it's much easier for you to sell a product or a service that you're in love with and that you're passionate about and that you're excited about versus something you're going, oh, I'm going to become a millionaire. You never want to focus on how much money you're going to make because when you focus on how much money you're going to make in something and you're not in love with the product or service, you'll never make it. It just doesn't work that way. You've got to focus on adding the value first. Great products, great services, or great products and services together. So make sure you choose something that you really love and you really believe in because it's going to be hard. It's going to take a lot longer than you think, and it's going to take a lot more money. And quite frankly, not everybody is cut out to be an entrepreneur. So you really have to think long and hard about it if that's what you really want to do with your life because it's difficult. There's a lot of lonely hours. It's a lot of being up late at night. A lot of weekends, a lot of basically delaying gratification on money, on the things you, your lifestyle, and delaying gratification on the things that you want and, until it really takes off. Meanwhile, if you've got a business that's struggling, you got your friends and family, you're working for other people doing well, and they see your friends buying a house, they got nice cars, they got a nice pool. That's hard as well because they look at you and you're like, you're a broke-ass entrepreneur until it takes off. You know, most the, – the joke that goes with entrepreneurship is that, oh, it took me 10 years to become an overnight success. It's like, you know, Mark Zuckerberg started Facebook when he was in college. That was 2004, 2005. I didn't even hear about Facebook until I think it was like 2008. I think it was, and that's four or five years after it had been around, and it didn't really become profitable, I think, until like 2011, 2012, and then, you know, now it's a multi-billion dollar company, but most people don't see all the difficult work and all the hours, and that was something that Zuckerberg started because he was like, hey, this would be a great website for us to have in school, and so he created it just because he loved the idea of it. Just like Elon Musk starting SpaceX, he was like, it'd be initially he wanted to send a, like a terrarium to Mars to grow some, you know, have this little terrarium or greenhouse that was launched there and have some plants and stuff growing in there to inspire us as a country or a human civilization to invest a lot of money and a lot of resources to do something like that. And so it was his passion and his belief that we need to be a multi planetary species in case something happens to earth we don't get wiped out and humans don't exist anymore assuming that humans don't exist anywhere else in the galaxy so you gotta love what you do you gotta believe in it you gotta be passionate about because it's gonna be hard and it's gonna be long and unless you're willing to be broke and be ridiculed for years and struggle financially probably better off getting a job and doing something for somebody else because it is not easy it's it's really hard and successful entrepreneurs that are good make things look easy 